Hey, this is Don M. Williams. You are listening to Research Shows Podcast. This episode that you are about to listen to is pre-recorded. You are in an off season. Season three has ended for Research Shows Podcast. And so I am going to play weekly episodes just to have something for you to listen to. And we're going to do this every Sunday at noon until we start our new season, which will be in the spring of 2023. So please stay tuned. And once again, this episode has already been previously previously recorded. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, everybody. This is your girl, Dawn and Williams. This is Research Shows Podcast, and we are here with the morning crew. And today it's just me and Kelly. So how you doing today, Kelly? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, yo. <laughs> I'm doing good. So I want to thank you right now because I will forget later. So thank you so much for coming on as my co-host. You're welcome, you know. All right. So we're going to jump right into this. This is actually, it's actually multiple stories, but this one in particular stood out to me because of the age of the guy. You know, like, we could barely go a day in the United States without mass shootings. Like, it's, like, almost every single day. So, it was a 70-year-old guy in Alabama, and he shot some people at church service. So, my, I think it was like he had already patronized the church. And I think it was a black church, if I'm not mistaken. Don't hold me to that. But um, was that the one where the guy used to be there and he used to service be at the service? And then yeah, and, they, and next day he started acting crazy. He started acting weird, like standoffish. And then one one time he comes to service, he like shot up the church. And my thing to you, my question to you is, why do you think it's becoming like an elderly issue and an all over age issue? Like it used to be. White males that was like young, they called them lone wolf, whatever they say, right? But now we're finding all different races doing this: black, Latino, uh, uh, Asian, and it's all different ages. Like that guy up in Brooklyn who went and shot up that subway station, he was like, oh, like he he was like at least in his seventy, twenty, he was like up there. And why do you think it's these elderly people that snapping like this? Because these people is losing their left and right mind straight. What'd you say? What'd you just say? They losing their left and right marble. <laughs> wait a <minute>, Kelly. <laughs> what? <laughs> so wait, wait. So is everybody losing the marble, the ones that do the shooting? Because it's young people that's tripping out like this too. Oh, is everybody they... losing their marble left and right? <laughs> so, why? Is it just the United States thing, or is it just like they just is tripping? I think it's something else. I think there's something in the water. Yeah, I'm starting to believe that. I'm starting to believe uh, that. But I also think it's some. But I also think it's a mental thing because everything is happening after COVID. After COVID is lifted, and everything, yeah. people weren't thinking that mental health was out of the house now they were open back okay. up a little bit more people are starting to do this little trippy trip where oh we're out in the streets mm-hmm. oh, all these people are around oh you're not you know stuff like that and it's like nobody nobody talked about mental health during covid right 
because I think it was just like they didn't want to deal with it. Right, pertaining to this old man. Well, first off, mm -hmm. insurances are not covering mental stays at hospitals. Oh my gosh, stuff like yes. that. My so client told me that. If I go in there, if I go in there for a psychiatric break, you know, right. nobody is covering my psychiatric break that I have. Why? Why is that? That just happened after COVID because too many people was taking the. Is that you think too many people was using that, and that's why they just started taking it off the table? Um, I don't think so. I think it was just something about finances and what they were willing to pay for. That's what I mean because my client just said that she said they just all of a sudden like they started making mental health services unavailable like all across the country, and I'm like I didn't even realize they was doing it. So, so, I guess, yeah, that so, would make a difference. That would make a difference. Because if it's not available, then who are you supposed to talk to? Like, these are trained medical right. professionals. And then the old person, like, say the old guy, the guy that shot up, he has a mental issue. Clearly, Clearly. we know he has a mental issue. Right, but right. But he wasn't getting the help that he needed for his right. mental issue. Right. And if you don't yeah. have nobody to talk to, to get help from... What are you expecting? They probably saw the signs, but nobody was paying attention to the signs. Like, the only time you pay attention to them signs is what, in kids now? That's what you want to look at? It's just kids? They're elderly that have that issue, too. But what you supposed to do? Like, I mean, you know an elderly person ain't gonna listen to you. Like, they be, like, in their own mind, like, they ain't listening to you. You gotta, I don't know, you gotta finesse it a certain way, depending on who you are, but they don't listen. And they for dang on sure ain't gonna listen in regards to um to mental health. Like I remember, um, I ain't gonna say no names, but me trying to talk to somebody about the fact that I saw that they was having mental breakdown. It's like I ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm okay. You know, and I'm like, Lord, I can't even say mental breakdown. I don't even know what to say. Yeah. So it's like you don't have the right the right amount of people to help with this situation and this issue and you expect people to come to people, but who can you come to? And then you right. worry about people calling you crazy and putting you on medications, the wrong medications. Right. It could be actually something going on in your mental, in your brain, but you're sitting here, like you could have a tumor and that tumor will make you act funny, but you automatically say that person's crazy. Right, right. Like the, like the young of, guy. Oh, go ahead. You know, instead of saying, oh, it's okay, you know. Right. It's like the young guy in um, Uvalde, I think that's how you pronounce that town, um, how he was shooting it up. And I remember somebody was saying, well, why would he go to the school and shoot up the children? I said, people mind run in reverse sometimes. Like, the it, it defies logical reasoning. So instead of him saying, I need help, like how we were talking about with Amber Heard, well, all that stuff she was doing, instead of saying, I need help, they do craziness so that maybe somebody pays attention enough to say, this person needs help. You see what I'm saying? Because they can't be direct mm -hmm. and say, I'm breaking. You know, just like Don mm -hmm. um, Cornelius, how he was like elderly and then killed himself. And you rarely see that. Somebody who is up in age like that, you don't realize that they can be sitting there with severe depression as well. 
you know, mm-hmm. and and when you're when you wake up in a state of depression, it's like it's nothing nobody can say or do to help you. And that's where I believe mental health professionals come in because they are trained for years. They have their masters and their PhD. They are trained to understand the human psyche that, you know, your 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 daughter or your sister or whoever may not be able to help. They don't have the capacity to help. I wasn't trained in that stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so. That's, and like, then, um, that's like for me. I know, you know, me being transparent, I have a counselor because I had a moment and it caused more pain than it did good. So right. Because of that, I ain't kill nobody, but right, you know, I needed somebody to talk to, and now I right. have somebody I can talk to, and I'm particularly happy that I have somebody I can talk to because of the fact that I wouldn't be able to be who I am without it. You can talk to me, Kelly. You gonna say something like that? You can talk to me. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I talk to you all the time. But right at that moment when I had that breakdown, right, I didn't know who I could go to. Okay, and it wasn't like I had a particular person that'd be like, Oh, I can call that person right now and they'll answer the phone. No, okay, I got you. It wasn't a thought in my mind, let me go and talk to this person, right? It wasn't until see. I have Kaiser's my insurance and Kaiser does this thing where they have you do a depression intake, like assessment every year. Oh, really? Every, every year I have to do a depression intake, even though I didn't show signs of it or anything. I still had to do that depression intake. Hmm. And because of that, I was able to, um, I was able to get past what I was dealing with because they they bought me somebody to talk to. Right. Right. Well, that's good to kind of, I didn't know they did that. Yeah. That's the one good thing. I had no idea they did that. Mm -hmm. That, that is a blessing. So, but they don't give you, no, they don't, they give you a list of people you can go talk to. That's about all you've got. I mean, that's better than what some people have, you know, and at least you could do it discreetly um, because I believe it's embarrassing for some people to admit that maybe they're breaking at one given point in time and life is overwhelming and that can be embarrassing for certain people. Yeah, and it's really hard for the black community to say that they need help. Oh my goodness, yes. It's not something that's talked about in a black household. Yes, exactly. Um, Because it's like, Oh, that follows you all your life. Are you sure you want to do that? Yes. Yeah, and and I'm that, sure I want to do that. That comes from distrust of the system. And that's that's natural. And I understand it because we have a long-standing history of um evidence that we should not trust paper trails. That's you know, and that you know, doctors have mm-hmm. to do paper trails, but it's kind of like, yeah, it can be used against you. They absolutely can. So I'm guilty of that as well, where I'd be like, I'm gonna figure this out because. I ain't trying to have no paper trails on me because it, it is used against you, you know. But I will say this for medical, it has to be. I don't even know if they could subpoena it. You got to give permission for your medical records to be released. I don't even think they could subpoena medical records. 
Because when I was going through my custody case, yeah. I couldn't even, I couldn't even get my medical records for my car accident I was in two years ago without, without even having them be able to say, I give them permission to do that. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember when I was doing my, uh, uh, doing, getting custody. I remember that. And then I was worried because I was like, oh my gosh, I don't want them in my business and all that. And then I realized I had to sign away. You see what I'm saying? And then I, I literally got to tell them which position I went to. So, you know, you do have control to that extent. And I think people don't, they're not aware of stuff like that. Alright. So we're gonna we're gonna close out for today. So don't forget we got 12 p.m. Eastern daily. We got my two cents and technology for seniors. Every Monday, 6 a.m. Eastern, we are here with the morning crew with a whole lot of different co-hosts. And then Thursdays at 4 p.m. is the entrepreneurs. So don't forget if you want to collaborate, be a guest, comment. Um, you can go on the researchdepartments.com. Don't forget we are on all streaming platforms, including Amazon Music, um, Spotify, a whole lot of different networks. So all that stuff could be um, right there on the researchdepartments.com. And we will be back right after this. We'll be right back after this commercial break. What's up, everyone? I'm super excited to say that I uh, will be on the Research Show podcast with Dawn, and I'm going to be talking about real estate and real estate investing and teaching you and sharing with you how you can create your own money. If you're done with your nine to five and you want to change and make something different and change the trajectory for your kids and your family, join, listen in, because I'm going to share all tips and all ways that you too can create your own money. Check out the Bird Douglas on episode 106 of this podcast. Hey, 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 this is Dawn. Again, I just want to thank you for staying this long if you did listening to the morning show. So don't forget, we have daily episodes 12 p.m. Eastern that has technology for seniors and my two cents. Um, we also have Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern where we interview entrepreneurs and then Mondays you can catch the morning crew and the rest of our co-hosts on the morning show for research show 6 a.m. Mondays. So as always, we just want to thank you again. Don't forget we are on all streaming platforms, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, Chesapeake Podcast Network, and all different um, platforms. Just go straight to the research departments with an S.com. Click on Research Shows Podcast. You can see all of those things. Also, don't forget, if you would like to collaborate, if you want to leave a comment, or if you just want to be a guest, you can also go straight to that website. Be a guest. We would love to hear from you. So everybody have a wonderful day on purpose.